Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Priya Rao, and here with me today is Keisha Steelman, the Chief Operating Officer at Ulta Beauty. Hi, Keisha. How are you? Good morning, Priya. I'm great. We're so excited to have you, Keisha, especially because we have a lot to talk about with with holiday and what's what your predictions are for what's going to happen this season. But before we get started, you know, Keisha, I have poked around your bio and, and your resume and all of that. And it seems like you are a retailer, like retail junkie through and through. Like, how did you get your start before landing in beauty? Yeah, well, thank you for asking, Priya. I will say I started my retail career at Target, and I really spent 12 years growing through the stores and merchandising organization. And what's ironic is life has become full circle because I'm leading the Ulta Beauty at Target partnership, which has been a lot of fun to be a part of. But I would say retail is really in my DNA. You know, I've had leadership positions across the retail sector, including Home Depot, Expo Design Centers, Family Dollar Stores. And then really my love of retail and beauty truly came together when I joined Ulta Beauty in 2014. You know, I've just continued to take on more responsibilities since joining from leading the stores to now being the COO, which I really consider being one of the very best jobs in retail today. And, you know, in my role as COO, I lead over 40,000 beauty-loving associates across stores, services, supply chain, IT, and our external partnerships. And, you know, if you can't tell, I do truly love what I do. Keisha, tell me a little bit about the jump, because, you know, I I know a lot of store managers or people who have run stores. And, you know, obviously getting to the C-suite is the culmination of all of those efforts. But it doesn't seem like that happens very often. So what is your take on that? Yeah, you know, I would say that, you know, my role is to really uh, take remove obstacles from others and to surround myself with talented, uh, high-performing individuals uh, who can lead others. And that's been my journey along the way. It's not been myself itself that's driven my success. It's the people that I've surrounded myself with and, you know, learning from everyone along the way. Uh, retail is a great place where you can start a career. And if you're willing to learn from everyone, you you could end up being in the C-suite someday. I think I'm here to prove that that can be true. You know, you mentioned you were at Home Depot and like um, some of the dollar stores as well. You know, what was it about beauty that you thought you could really do something different in? Yeah, you know, um, I think anytime that you can connect a passion um, with the business sense, I've always been a beauty junkie, to be perfectly honest. Growing up, I was always in my mom's makeup bag. So I'd say beauty was always a, a hobby or, you know, more how I could express myself. And to be able to combine that with my business and retail sense, it's like the perfect combination. And, you know, I, I think that um, beauty, you know, we talk about this often at Ulta Beauty, that it's not just about the you know expression of putting something on your face. It's how you feel inside that you can exhibit outside. And uh, to me, I think that's what makes Alta Beauty so special is that it's not just about making people look different. It's about helping people be the best, be their best selves. And I think that's true whether you're talking about cosmetics or you're talking about leadership and people growing in their careers. How do you bring out the best in people? So to me, it's kind of, it's all encompassing all the way around. It's not just about beauty. It's about uh, leadership and people and growth and um, how we can be our best selves. 
Keisha, you obviously have a very strong store background, right? You started in the stores, you love the stores and and the physical aspect of that, but we've been trending more and more in beauty and everywhere towards digital, you know, especially in the last year. What do you what are you thinking about in terms of the in terms of the key pillars of driving an omni-channel business now? Because that's obviously very different than maybe when you started your career. Yeah. Well, 2020, we leaned into our digital innovation capabilities and you know, we really shifted to be really focused on self-care, self-expression, and togetherness because that's really what our guests needed from us at that time. You know, COVID-19 continues to really be a fluid and dynamic challenge itself. And all of the decisions that we're making, we've got to keep the guests and associates and community and safety always top of mind. You know, to win an Omni with our guests, we've got to continue to bring the categories to life really in a physical, a digital, and emotional way that they can relate to. So I would say omni-channel, digital, all of it, the ecosystem of physical stores, e-commerce, our partnership with uh, Ulta Beauty at Target, you know, meeting the guests where they are is more important now than ever. When you were thinking about execution, and I know we're going to go back a little bit to those early pandemic days, you know, 2020, March 2020, and, you know, things like Bopis or curbside, or even what you're doing now with DoorDash and creating same-day delivery, you know, some of these things are not things that we talked about at all in beauty before, you know, the convenience factor. What about those tactical things became so important to the company and to, to your role last year? Yeah, you know, I, I would say that uh, it forced us to maybe move a little quicker than what we might have done before the pandemic. And, you know, I look I look at like Bopus, we had Bopus in play in all stores, but we elevated the curbside pickup. Uh, same day, we leaned into that. But I look at those as really just part of the foundation of, you know, the day in and day out ecosystem. Ulta Beauty at Target, I'd like to switch a little bit to shift a little there. It's it's really that one we elevated very quickly. And I don't know that anyone would have ever thought before the pandemic, Ulta Beauty and Target coming together. But this is really where we took the opportunities to really elevate beauty experiences, bring two powerhouse brands together to come from a position of strength and really look at a way to be disruptive. Because I, I do think that is another thing that we did during the pandemic is we took a step back and we thought, how can we continue to be disruptive in beauty and continue to look at taking share. And our partnership with Target really does do that. You look at who does this who does this really win for? It's really in four different ways. Uh, it's a good win for our guests because it brings prestige uh, closer to them in a convenient way. Our brand partners love it because it's uh, bringing a new channel to engage new guest interaction. Uh, with Target, it, you know, we're giving them beauty expertise and they have access to the, the prestige brands. And then Ulta Beauty, us itself, it shows our leadership position. It continues to expand our reach. We're engaging with new guests. And, you know, it gives us an opportunity to get new member acquisitions. So what, what I would say, Priya, is that we just took this opportunity during COVID to think very differently and push our thought process in how we could connect and engage with the guests in even more meaningful ways than what we did pre-COVID. Would you say the Ulta Target partnership was in the works prior to COVID or and just accelerated, or it really just like took off during last year? Yeah, I would say we're always looking at avenues in which we can 
look at growing Ulta Beauty's footprint in a meaningful way. Um, so conversations are always happening and we're always looking for ways in which we can continue to expand our brand that makes sense for Ulta Beauty and also makes sense for our guests. So what have you found in these few months that, you know, that partnership has taken off? You know, it's been about three months and, you know, we're going into the busiest time of year in retail. Um, you know, what have you learned about their customer versus your customer and, you know, what what the reaction has been? Yeah, well, we're off to a great start. And, um, you know, what I would say is that the partnership between Target and the Alta Beauty teams are very synergistic, not only with how we look at culture and our brands, but also how we're working to engage with the guest. I, uh, you know, it, it couldn't be more pleased with that from an operational and also for how we're uh, performing with the business thus far. It's still early in the game, but I, I can share that as of today, officially, we've got 92 shops open. We're on track to have 100 open by the end of the year. Um, and, and, you know, this is something that's different. We didn't just put an Alta Beauty store in a Target. It's totally redesigned. It's a thousand square feet with 54 prestige brands that's highly curated with best-selling must-have and exclusives. And that's staffed really open. It's staffed open to close with a Target Ulta Beauty trained team member who are beauty experts. And we're creating this new ecosystem. You know, they've had over 90 million circle members in their program. And you combine that with our strong loyalty program. We're loving what we're seeing with the linkage of Circle members linking their Alta Beauty accounts. Um, so it's just creating this whole ecosystem. We, we could not be more pleased with how uh, we're working together operationally, how we're you know, really seeing this ecosystem really come to life. And I think the best is yet to come. When you think about the atmosphere, I mean, obviously you worked at Target for many years before coming to Ulta. You know, they were obviously on track to elevate their own assortment in beauty. But I think what you really offer them is this gravitas, right? You know, these prestige brands, the best of the best. Um, you know, how is your maybe regular Ulta consumer responding? You know, the ability and the convenience been able to go to Ulta or go to Target for ostensibly some of the same products? Yeah, you know, I think convenience is always really important to our members. And we know that our beauty members shop other places um, for some of their like quick trip runs that they have along the way. This just keeps them within that ecosystem within Ulta Beauty. And again, let me remind you that it's a curated assortment. So they don't have the full breadth of assortment um, uh, in the Ulta Beauty at Target stores. It's highly curated. It's got some of the top sellers, but we're going to bounce them back into Ulta Beauty for their main beauty shopping needs. And also when you know new guests are going by the Ulta Beauty at Target, uh, presentation, it, get, it puts our brand in front of so many more guests uh, that are coming into the Target stores on a weekly basis. And it gives them the opportunity to use their loyalty and their rewards points because that's they can only redeem those points back in the Ulta Beauty store. So it gives them an opportunity to bounce back in and come in and see what the full assortment and experience around services and products of our 25,000 SKUs, 600 brands in the full assortment because it's it's really highly curated in the Ulta Beauty at Target store. So we really do feel that um, the guest is, you know, going to continue to remain a member of Ulta Beauty going forward in our loyalty program. And it just gives us an opportunity to reach even more. Tell me a little bit about convenience, because that's something we talked a lot about last year during COVID. Everybody was shipping everything to their homes, you know, our poor 
like garbage men and doormen, like all the boxes, you know, has just been outrageous. But at the same time, people have really equated convenience with luxury, you know, and obviously you have a prestige positioning in Ulta. Like, what do you think that um, combination means today? Yeah, well, we're really encouraged by opportunities to really maximize beauty baskets across mass and prestige. So we believe that we're offering something for everyone across all those categories and all those price points. And you know, seeing value and in introducing new guests to new categories as they shop is really top of mind always for us. And, you know, what we found is that when guests shop all categories, so they're not just a mass or they're not just prestige, but when they're shopping more categories across the portfolio, they're spending 10 times more than guests who only shop one. So we really love what we're seeing and the guest behavior um, you know, coming into our stores and seeing that they've got the whole portfolio of brands from the 25,000 plus products and over 600 brands, you, you come into the store and it's kind of like that, that beauty shopping experience and environment that, you know, we, we are offering to our guests that just continues to give them this broadest assortment of anything that they feel like they need to have to make themselves feel better. We're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. When you think about the 92 stores that you guys are currently operating in, you know, what do you want to do more of? I mean, do you think, I mean, obviously I know there's a lot more stores on the docket, but in terms of experience in the stores or the way that sales associates are interacting with customers at Target, um, you know, what are some learnings there that you think there or opportunity there? You know, we're really leaning into the training, the education, the brand experience and um, like I said, we're early out of the gates, but what I love that I see is the partnership between Ulta Beauty and Target. We're in this to win together, and we also want it to be a big win for our brands. So, you know, we're continuing to work together to take feedback and improve always. And I just really think that this is going to grow into something that's continued to be very unique, disruptive in the beauty environment, and a huge win for for all the parties that are, are participating between the guests the brand partners, Target, and Ulta Beauty. Speaking of kind of some of those more tactical things, like the DoorDash announcement that you guys uh, made this week, I mean, same-day delivery seems like it's table stakes now. I mean, do you think that this is going to be a bigger portion? Alongside with Bopis and Curbside, do you think that's going to be a bigger portion of the business, just that people are discovering maybe online and then purchasing um, and using these more convenient options to purchase in-store? Absolutely. We look at the customer journey is a 360 experience all the way around, whether it's they start on the mobile device on their phone doing an online type purchase that they decide to pick up in the store to coming into the store and scanning a QR code to get some additional information to interacting with the, the guest service provider or the beauty associate that's in the store. I mean, it's this whole 360 ecosystem that we really do feel is going to be the differentiator for us in the overall shopping experience. And we want to meet the guests where they are and how they want to be met. And that's our focus going forward. 
Talk to me about a holiday, Keisha. You know, everyone seems to be like so excited for the season just because obviously last year was a little bit more tempered. But at the same time, there seems to be a lot of logistical ticks that brands and retailers are going through. You know, what are you experiencing over at Ulta in terms of, you know, supply chain, the ports, you know, getting brands to hit their orders on time and all of that? Yeah, well, we do have a really strong supply chain infrastructure. I could not be more proud of our supply chain or team and organization. But, you know, we're not immune to the supply chain constraints such as port congestion and other headwinds. But one thing that I'm really proud of our entire team and between the merchants, the merchandise planning and our supply chain and store teams is that we worked proactively together because we we saw these headwinds that were coming and we were hearing early on that people were going to be shopping earlier for Christmas. And we wanted to make sure that we were ready for the guests and to get it through our supply chain network. We've worked really hard to make sure, first and foremost, that we were staffed in our DCs. And I'm really pleased to say we are, we're fully staffed in our distribution centers. So, you know, the challenges that I'm hearing out there that you're hearing in regards to uh, staffing in our supply chains, we, we're, we're ahead of that. The other uh, challenge is just making sure that we were proactively building some orders through our brands and we were making sure that there was this visibility on purchase orders to make sure that we could get them through the ecosystem early and and maybe even take some of our receipts a little earlier than what we had in the past. We are positioned very well with Holiday. I feel really great about the store traffic that we're seeing. Um, I just think that uh, this is going to be a fantastic holiday season for beauty specifically, because when you're you're hearing about some of the challenges around fashion and um, some of the soft goods, I do think that there could be some transitions to purchasing beauty products this year. Um, While beauty has always been front of the top of the list, I think it could grow even more this year for us. So, and, and, you know, we're also hearing from our members. Uh, We did some internal research that they're looking to spend more. They they want to glam it up. They want to glam it out, and they want to they want more this year. And we are fully positioned to give them just that when they come and they shop in store or online. What's going on on the giftable sets front? Because you know, I did a story a couple of weeks ago, and I was talking to a lot of indie brands and a lot of luxury brands. And you expect the luxury brands and the heritage brands to create these amazing giftable experiences, you know, for the host in your life or your sister-in-law or whoever, you know, um, that you need to buy gifts for. And um, I know a lot of the indies were kind of, you know, a little bit more reticent because they were afraid, you know, of creating minis or they were dealing with supply chain. Like, what's your take on that and how maybe Ulta Beauty is helping their brands execute some of those things? Yeah, you know, gift sets have always been a key driver during the holiday timeframe, whether you buy it for someone else or you buy it for yourself. You know, we are positioned really well with fragrance gift sets. A couple that I call out that are exclusive, exclusively only available at Ulta Beauty are, you know, we always lead with our Ulta Beauty collection, beauty box and these caboodles, and they're fun. And it's a great way to, to buy something for someone that is on a reasonable budget, um, you know, to get them the whole assortment of, of makeup for their shopping desires. And then we've got Ariana Grande. We've got a gift set with Ariana Grande. We've got Tarte Shape Tape Ultra Creamy Concealer Bestseller Kit. Philosophy Amazing Grace gift sets that are in our current promotion right now. And Truly Buns and Bobby. So it's like we're hitting the whole spectrum of whether it's makeup, it's fragrance, it's hair, uh, it's our Ulta Beauty uh, most loved categories. 
you know, I think that gift sets are going to be big again this year. And we're positioned to give the guests everything that they're looking for this holiday season. What are you thinking about the early shopping experience? Because, you know, obviously some people said to me, you know, if you haven't bought your gifts by November 1st, you know, it's over. You're not getting gifts for Christmas, which I'm really hoping that's not the case because I have five nieces and nephews. But um, I'm wondering, you know, are you seeing people really shopping early? And also, are you... um, forward-fronting those promotions, you know, like the Black Friday deals and Cyber Monday that, you know, customers really expect? Yeah, you know, one of the things that we've learned over the last couple of years is Black Friday is it has continued to evolve and change. And we've started our Black Friday promotional type, uh, you know, offer, offers already this month. So like starting last week uh, into every week going into Black Friday, we've got great opportunities for you to purchase your most loved categories and most haves that you that you'd like to have to give or to to save for yourself uh, for the holiday season. So I think that we're really well positioned. We've kind of balanced out uh, the promotional cadence. Um, you know, Black Friday is continuing to evolve and change as consumers have evolved their their buying patterns. We like what we're seeing from our traffic patterns, and we're positioned and and prepared to really have a fantastic holiday season. Last question on holiday, Keisha, you know, I've seen a lot of brands, you know, post these kind of disclaimers, if you will, on their website. If you don't order by X date, then you're not going to get it or kind of trying to create a opportunity for maybe a little bit of a buffer from the retailer or the brand perspective. Do you expect, you know, Ulta to do any of that? Or do you think that, you know, you're well prepared? And and what do you think about that kind of messaging? Yeah, every year we do come out with like order by date to receive it in time for holidays. We look like we're tracking to where we've kind of projected that date in prior years. But, you know, we're continuing to stay really close to it because we don't want to disappoint our guests in any way, shape or form. So, you know, the dates look like they're still around like what we've been looking at the last few years, mid-December-ish. But, you know, we we will announce that date to our guests as they're purchasing because we want to make sure that that they have their products in time for the holiday season. So we don't have any disappointed guests out there. But, you know, we like what we're seeing so far. It's pretty consistent with previous years thus far. And Keisha, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you guys held your analyst day where you all focused on what your long-term strategic goals are and an outlook is for the next two years. And I'm just wondering if you could share kind of some of the high points in your arena. Yeah. Well, I, I would say my I look at my arena as the whole company because as the COO, you know, my goal is to make sure I'm setting the entire company up for success. You know, we talked a little bit about from an operations, I'll start with first. So we are launching um, our ERP platform. So we're preparing the foundational uh, ecosystem of our technology to future-proof our business going forward. That's a huge undertaking. We're continuing to invest in our supply chain. Um, as the business continues to evolve and change so we can support the entire omni-channel shopping experience from a technical standpoint, we want to make sure that we are always taking care of our guests and that they can get their their products, whether it's in-home or in-store, in a timely manner. You know, switching gears a little bit, Ulta Beauty Media, we just launched that. Uh, It's still really early on, but it's how do we... um, you know, partner with our brands to make sure that we're doing really nice targeted marketing promotional efforts to our guests to really drive the overall business. Really excited about that. 
continued investment in our digital channels. You know, we do uh, know that this whole 360 ecosystem of how the guest really shops, it, it starts in home, it goes to an iPhone or a computer, it goes into the store, it goes to the services component. It's every touch point. So we need to continue to invest in all of those touch points uh, going forward. And then, you know, it, it just all really centers around having the best product and assortment and brand partnerships that we could possibly have. And our merchant team does a fantastic job of really continuing to build those relationships and looking for opportunities that we can have exclusives and, you know, continue to be the brand partner uh, company that our brands want to continue to go to as they're launching new items. So, you know, I feel really great about the continued uh, evolution of Ulta Beauty. As Dave was mentioning, it's the next chapter of Ulta Beauty as a company. Uh, we've been around 31 years, and I think the best is for sure yet to come. Keisha, last question for you. You know, I always think of Ulta Beauty as the kind of soothsayer of the next generation, if you will. You know, the idea that you guys really have the pulse of Gen Z and younger shoppers and what they want and what they expect. You know, what's your take on this newer, younger, savvier generation, how you're satisfying them? You know, what I love that I'm seeing with this younger generation of shoppers is that they love the human connection and they love coming into the store. So we know the store is really the physical experience is very important to them. So we need to continue to lean in on those experiences and make sure that we're creating um, things that are new and different when they come into our store locations. We need to be listening to them. And that's what I love about our, our member program is that our members are very vocal with us and they're great partners in helping us and understanding what's important to them as consumers. I think we're going to continue. You'll see us continue to lean in on skin um, and health and wellness because that matters to this younger population that's that's going to continue to spend uh, in the future. So, you know, we're we're really connected with this uh, this demographic and we're continuing to grow share amongst this demographic. And, and I think part of that is that we, we listen and they, they're they seeing our actions are, you know, are, are really happening and we want them to come in and shop Alta Beauty. And we know that they will continue to do so. If we're continuing to build that partnership and that relationship with them. Thank you so much, Keisha. It was great having you today. This is a really interesting conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Priya. Thanks for tuning into the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. Please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening. See you next week.